welcome to the Exxon Magazine podcast. Dive deep with us into the mesmerizing world of immersive tech, where we bring you conversations with the trailblazers of XR, AI, and spatial computing. If you're curious about what's on the horizon and eager to be inspired, you're in the right place. Tune in and let's explore the digital frontier together. Today in the podcast, we have the beautiful presence of Anna Velova, who is the CEO and founder of Devar, an augmented reality platform for brands, businesses, and creators, often referred to as the Canva for augmented reality. She is a tech entrepreneur and has been recognized as a Forbes under TD. Her initial venture was the creation of the most popular line of consumer augmented reality products with over 13 million sold. Two years ago, her and her team introduced a no-code platform for AR creation, which has quickly become one of the most popular web-based AR platforms. They are currently expanding the use of AR from its use in marketing, beauty, fashion, digital products and other industries to the creation of interactive human holograms. Today, their technology also includes generative AR text to 3D, creating 3D assets through text prompts. Wow, that sounds amazing. I'm really, really excited to begin this episode and chat with Anna about especially the new inclusion of AI models into AR. I can't wait to begin. Let's do it. Thank you so much, Anna, for being here today. We're super excited. I'm very humbled that you are taking uh, a little bit of your, you know, busy schedule to be with us today. Thank you so much. How is everything going in California right now? So uh, first, thank you for the invitation. I'm really happy to be here today and uh, share some my thoughts and story and maybe some, I hope, some practical application and insight from your audience. So California is fine, as always. Uh, very sunny, very hot, a lot of works. So everything that you know about California, it's all about here. Yes, beautiful. Thank you so much. So please let us know a little bit about your background. If, if you can start at the, any point that you want. Uh, it seems you have a very impressive career. So we're very curious about it. Yeah, thank you. So uh, I started my first business in the latest course of university. So and this is all my work experience. It's just only my business. But seriously, in uh, augmented reality, I'm since 2015 and I have more than eight years uh, working in this area. So my first um, initial venture was uh, to create some products with augmented reality for children. It's like a books when you can open, scan a page and see how your characters come to life. It's uh, something like that. This is from our partner in Indonesia. Yeah, and this is for children. When you open a page and scan through mobile app, you see how something from a part of our human body comes to life and children can learn what is it. So I'm not ashamed, but this is one of the most popular um, consumer line products with augmented it. We sold more than 30 million copies. 
and now it's uh, successfully sang in uh, 74 countries and 27 languages. The latest news, um, our books again uh, had a, a first uh, place on Amazon India from the different categories. Mm -hmm. So, but um, business was our first business and we started it because we believe that AR, like a technology, can really change user life. And as a technology company, we need to find a way in how we can make it available and possible for everyone. But we are a technological company and uh, like an entrepreneur, I truly believe that it's not only about product creation, but it's also about how we can make uh, this opportunity available for every who cares about technology. And uh, two years ago, uh, we combined all our in-house technology and computer vision and et cetera, and launched a no-code platform that allows today to create any AR experience without technical skills, everyone. So today it's, uh, it's uh, one of the uh, two most popular web AR platform. We happy to have clients like Google or McDonald's or Colgate, but also a lot of small and medium businesses. And for me, uh, it's mostly important that about 70% of our users uh, didn't have any experience with augmented reality before our platform. And it means that we open a door um, to companies who wanted to use AR, but they need to find a way how we can make it alive and possible. And this is inspire, uh, this is what is our inspire. And this is what me and my team cares about, how to make it really interesting and helpful for people and their businesses. So this is like a shortly about our way. <laughs> wow, that's such an amazing journey. It's definitely a value-driven product because it's uh, discovering the world from other perspectives and using the technology for that purpose. How it was the experience of shifting from a traditional material for children, for example, and now to introduce a new technology or way to learn, which is AR. How, how was it? Was it difficult to start getting the first users or how, how was that very first breakthrough? for uh, you know this this uh, adoption of this technology oh this is a perfect question uh because uh i truly believe that today in the market the main problem and stop factor it's not about how technology is going on it's about consumer behavior and people need to know how we can use it and yes uh we had a long way uh, the latest eight years, we tried a lot of mechanics, how to explain people why we need to scan it and how it works. But generally, uh, this is a different situation because, for example, eight years ago, not a lot of people knew what is augmented reality and what this technology means. But today we know that uh, about 30%, uh, for example, population in the US used augmented reality experience uh, more than one once every month and it means that people now know what is it yeah and it's a good point today with for example apple like one of the ambassador of technology uh, 
uh, announced with uh, augmented reality and proved with augmented reality is one of the technology we truly believe and we implement in our everyday life. So, and this is a different situation because we first you need to explain people what is AR, the second, how we can use it, but the most question, uh, why we need it. And this is, this is a different uh, area. So from the consumer side, I think um, sometimes it depends from who is your audience because people are different. And uh, sometimes people, for example, in the Asian countries, are really native about technology because they understand how they can use QR and something like that. In other countries, for example, in Europe, more traditional and you need to make additional actions to explain them why we need to open their camera on their phone, scan something and what we will get. But it's like case by case because the second part uh, of work started when people scan it and when you need to understand how you can put all attention of your consumer to augment the content and how you can play with it. I mean, like in a good sense, like what, what kind of business challenges you can solve it and how you can make this experience really funny or interesting or helpful or productive for your audience, depends what you want. So we started uh, in the books, like we call it like a digital products because it's combination physical and digital. And a lot of people can take, for example, 3D dinosaurs and put it on the image and, and it's easy. Yeah. And it was easy, but today it's more easy because we, you can do it without technical skills, but the most important, but when you create such a product, you need to think about what additional value can you provide to your consumers? For example, in the books, uh, we used augmented reality, like a part of design and, um, it's it's a whole picture. It's like a whole product. When AR, it's definitely part of a product, like a text or image or cover, something like that. Because you can you can uh, read book without AR, but you will don't if you but you will not if you understand with AR. It's more interesting and helpful, and it attracts like uh, attention little children. <laughs> Because every parent knows that today children not so like big fun for boring reading, right? They would okay. like to have some entertainment. Yeah, and you need to combine it and after that you will have a good product. But it's just an example. But in every case, when I saw on the market and when we work with our clients and customers, the first question what we ask and we ask ourselves and we also ask our clients what you want to achieve with augmented reality. If you want just wow factor, it's one step. If you just want like some improved customer experience, it's a second way. If you have some data or you would like to have some, I don't know, learning process or engagement, so it doesn't matter. You can have a different business metrics and goals, but first you need to understand why you would like to use it. After that, we can create a scenario, we can create a concept, we can find a true uh, value and make AR product 
really helpful, not just only about like a fun or modern, but really helpful because people love it because people love where brand cares about them. And of course you and me or me, like when we go to the store, we will have a brand and we will back to the brand who provide us a great customer experience, right? The same works in the product. If you want to make a great customer experience for your consumers, you need to ask yourself why you would like, to, how you would like to use it and what you would like to achieve. And after that, collect the scenarios. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that insight. It's definitely a question in the back of our mind on how do I introduce from a regular business or from, from a regular product that experience now including another layer of technology and how to communicate mm -hmm. that effectively so people understand easily without the hassle of, oh, now I have to use something else to experience this product. But you, I, I understand now, I think um, it, it requires a lot of assessment on, on how to, to, to portray that message and showcase it in a way that is fun and entertaining so people can see the value as well. Yes, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. So um, your products span 74 countries, 27 languages. It's a very impressive numbers. How do you, do you ensure that they resonate with diverse audiences? Because it's we're dealing with different countries and you were mentioning a little bit about that when you say you know, for, for, for Europe might be certain way, but, but in terms of the whole product, the whole experience, do the things change or, or, um, or it's the same message across? So, uh, it depends, uh, from the products because, uh, education for children, it's similar, like in the high level, you know, every countries. And, uh, you know, from a business case, I think it's about, for example, we have uh, a client when um, create uh, the similar products with augmented reality and uh, they did it local, uh, like, for example, just only on India or Germany. And of course, in this case, when we don't have a plan to expand it and sell it in the different countries, we cares about how to make it more close and special for like German or Indian culture. This is one way. The second way, if people launched uh, air product for different countries, the first we need to understand what is a common and what is a similar. And it depends from a different industry, of course, because you know, like on the other hand, it's not about technology, but it's also about uh, global business. McDonald's as McDonald's in every country, but we also have some localization. And if you go to McDonald's, for example, on Austria, or you go to McDonald's on the US, it's like the same, but have some specific in the menu. And this is case, uh, it's just like a global case, but the same rule works in, in, in small and medium businesses. I uh, think that it's mostly about what is your plan and what you would like to create. The easy way to create the first products uh, like, like in, in common, who can speak in a common language. I mean, like not in language like English, German or others. I mean, like um, 
nonverbal language. For example, a lot of people, no, not a lot of people, like all children in the world love dinosaurs. And mm-hmm. it's true. And it means if you want to work with all children in the world, you need to start from dinosaurs or space or something like that, of human body, because this is a common language and common topic for everyone. If you want to make something local, you need to understand what people cares about. Mm -hmm. And this is like a different strategy. But uh, regarding our second product, it's uh, uh, our most important today. It's uh, a no-code platform, MyWebAR, but allows everyone to create any AR experience or technical skills. It also works now in the different countries, uh, about 200 countries, uh, when we have our users or customers. And when we started to create this platform, we also had uh, a chance to think how we can make it global and how we can make it available and um, easy for everyone because people uh, in the in this case it's not about geography or countries it's also about culture and it's also about uh, a level of knowledge about technology as well because for example people I know, like, again, so in the Asia countries know a lot of about technology and we use it in the everyday life. People in the Europe, it's like uh, IT, uh, IT companies or professionals know about it, but usual people sometimes know. And in this case, uh, it means that we need to explain and we need to educate market and provide them with different cases from our industries, from our verticals, or from our countries, how people use it, what kind of goals business can achieve, and how it works in the different levels. And uh, this is about education, the whole market. This is what we do, and uh, this is what we also have in our mind when we launch a platform, because again, we first, uh, our goal was to make it available to everyone. For example, today, um, we have a professional marketing agencies who use our platform. We have a brands who use our platform, but also a lot of children, for example, on Thailand, also use our platform for creation, some school works or some creativity works. And you know what is funny, but sometimes where works more professional than from the professional marketing studios. Oh, wow. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but I saw some projects were created by school students, and this is amazing. I think it's uh, because the modern generation not only hear about technology, we live in the technology. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not only about like uh, how many time we spend uh, with mobile phone, but also how we use it. For example, you and me uh, started to use mobile phone, I guess, like when we had our first mobile phone, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, not, not so long, but it was like, what is it? We remember when we first iPhone was in the market, right? Mm-hmm. But the modern children, like small children or students um, don't know this time. 
call where live, we started to use mobile phone and we have a different language to them. This is why we call them digital natives and we understand that their user experience and our user experience a little different. So I think it's, uh, it's mostly from a business side, it's about who is your audience because it's about consumer behavior and you need to understand how to speak with your audience. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, create products that they can speak with them in the same language. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Yeah, I, 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 of course, I want to encourage anybody to actually check my web ar.com because that's where yeah. we can actually start putting our hands on these, start experimenting and create our own projects. But mostly what excites me the most is that you know, that to create these experiences, we have the possibility to do it a little more complex using game engines, like for example, Unity, mm-hmm. but then we need to use Air Foundation and we need how to know how to code. But what is friendly and now what we see the trend is that all of these technologies out there that are revolutionizing the world, like AI, for example, is putting the availability or the capacity Mm-hmm. for regular people mm-hmm. that don't code to actually create amazing things. So now you're doing yeah. pretty much the same with my web AR. The regular person can create something now. Um, so it, that means if somebody wants to create a book for maybe a, another segment or another type of client, that would be possible now with my web AR. What would be your best recommendation? Exactly. We've been speaking about customer, you know, like understanding the audience. But when we're going to do it, it is the real challenge because there is not an audience and somebody's, oh, I created this amazing experience. I'm going to put it in a physical product, put it in an Amazon. But how now I get the clients? You know, like what, what is your best advice for someone who is getting started that is using my web AR and wants to merge the, use the same strategy as you, the digital uh, product. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we first, uh, it depends who you are. If you are like a producer, small and medium businesses, with, uh, and you would like to launch, for example, your business with AR products, like books, toys, souvenirs, postcards, t-shirts, I don't know, some, something when you can combine uh, and call it digital. So we first, uh, what you need to do uh, after creation, it shows it to directly to your consumer. Mm. Because uh, the most, uh, like the most mistake in this case that people started uh, to think that they can just put in the store and uh, forget about it. The first thing you need to have is Make some presentation to your direct consumer, get some feedback, share it within your social media. And afterward, it started to work like mouth by mouth because people will see something new and really want to use it. And believe me, I can explain hours about AR and how it works. And we can have a lot of words about it, but it never changed with first reaction that you saw live when people reacted to the AR experience for first time. Because it's like, we can explain a lot of, but just take your AR product, um, send it from in the hand, like your consumer, and just record 
what what he or she feelings in this time and it will be your best recommendation mm-hmm. uh, but is it about yeah is it about like if you're in a business if you like a small medium businesses for example a bakery or restaurant or like some small store or something like that we had a lot of cases from our users when we started to create AR experience using like AR in the menu or some catalogs. And um, it's also about, it, it's just like a high level, but just case from a different, cases from a different industries. I think everyone had a situation when you go to a new place, like a new restaurant and you check a menu and you don't understand what you will eat because it's it's like something new. Imagine if uh, you go into a restaurant, you have a QR code, and you see not just only text, but you also see your uh, dishes, your future dishes in the AR behind you. And uh, the first, it's a helpful. The second, it's customer experience. We thought it's entertainment and people love it because it. Uh, we go into a restaurant not just only from the eat. We go to make some fun, make uh, have a friends or something like that. And all emotions we will get in this uh, moment will make us more fall in love in this restaurant or in this place. We thought, for example, if you are looking a customer uh, for AR because you are a marketing agency. So honestly, this is like a, a separate topic because, uh, for example, I hold a webinar uh, especially about how to get customers in uh, for augmented reality if you are a marketing agency. But in the high level, uh, it depends uh, with whom you are work. For example, you work with brands or you work also with small and medium businesses. But just like a first uh, advice, you need to understand what what uh, what your clients know about AR. Mm. If we're zero, it's a one pitch. If we're uh, like advanced about technology and would like to use it, this is another pitch. If we really cares about it and push you, do you have something in the AR? Do you have something in VR? Do you have something in immersive technology? Yeah, sometimes people are like, and we have a such a clients. <laughs> but uh, if you have such a client, you need to be um, like an expert on this and you need to understand how just not to create something fun or special, but also you need to understand how you can suggest to use AR not just only from the wow, but also for solving a real business questions, like business challenges and something like that. And afterwards, people will see what you care about them, but we also, we also will see what you are an expert on this field and you can explain and suggest a best solution for them. Because it doesn't matter what kind of industry we will discuss about. The main uh, stop factor in the market with people don't know how we can use AR from their challenges. And if you can explain them and you will be a great profit on that, people will love it. And of course, will be your long, long, long life customers. Mm-hmm. So 
this is again I get it, it's not only about AR, it's it's a whole business, of course. Because if you're a long life expert, people love to work with you and they understand your value. But in augmented reality, it's something fresh in this case because people really don't know the whole capa uh, capabilities of AR. And if you can be where people who can explain them, oh, it's, it, it will be really good, helpful, helpful way of business. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And I think that one of the very last questions to end here is that you've proven a lot of amazing relationships building with other big businesses. So you have done amazing works for other companies, big companies. Um, what would be your advice to businesses that are trying to establish this type of partnerships mm -hmm. and leverage the partnerships to, you know, all these businesses come together for the same goal. Uh, what have um, been your breakthroughs or any advice that you want to give them considering so, it might be challenging? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, so we first, you need, uh, again, it's not only about technology, but it's also about like uh, a whole business development. When you started to reach a uh, big brand or big company, you need to understand uh, that in this case, we played on our rules, not like in, in your company. And you need to understand that you can be reach out non-right person, but it doesn't mean that this company doesn't work uh, with you or it doesn't need your solution. It just only means that you don't find didn't find the right person in this company and you need to find who can work with you and who be like again so in the same language the next uh, the second is of course you need to build a relationship you need to be trusted you need to be uh show with you on an expert and i think it's uh, it's really important to show that you really care about your uh, business because of course you care about your business but people love to work with whom who cares about their goals. And you need to show it. You need uh, to listen, not only talking, but also listen. Not like me today on the podcast, because I'm only talking. But mm -hmm. <laughs> like on the, on the negotiations, I'm a listener. I'm not a talking person. Because uh, when people... Uh, speak with you, they share with you their problem, their challenges, their goals. And when you collect all this, you can suggest a good solution. And afterward, people will see in you not only like salesperson or not only like uh, a representative for company, will see a person who can care and who can understand what we want. And this is more important to work in the long-time uh, relationship. Yes, for sure. That's amazing. Definitely. I think that these are super great points about how to shift, make the chief adopt the technology, how to start, you know, creating this business, using this platform. I'm uh, inviting anybody as well, again, to check my web ar.com to get started to use AR. It's pretty easy to use to navigate. We'll have uh, an amazing experience for any purpose and anybody can do it without any code. And of course, we discuss finally how to establish those amazing relationships and partnerships. Set from the direct expert, <laughs> 
Anna from the bar. So thank you so much, Anna, for being here today. Is there anything that you wish I had asked you today? No, but first, thank you for the invitation. And uh, just like the last uh, point, because I can uh, I cannot share it. I cannot slides about it. But um, in our platform, we launched recently a new technology, generative uh, text to 3D, when you can create a whole 3D, 3D model, just only text prompts. And uh, it's something new in the market. And I will be really appreciate uh, if you can use it and uh, share your feedback because um, no code. It's about you don't need to programmer text to 3D. It's about you don't need to have a 3D designer. Oh my god! And this is a, yeah, thank you. And this is the next level of the technology. And um, you can find a lot of content on our social media. But I'm really want uh, to ask people to use it and uh, share it because uh, this is like a next level. And I'm really exciting to see what people will have and how we can use it just like it will be really great from our team as well because we really passionate what you do and we love to see how people use it and how we can make it really helpful from their goals mm -hmm. oh my goodness you really move in the right directions always facilitating <laughs> ar for all the ones designers that don't know how to code first breakthrough second one now there are designers that don't necessarily know how to, you know, use Blender and complicated tools to actually create spaces or assets, etc. And you come like an angel from heaven to facilitate this <laughs> for designers. I think that this has a big impact in the professions. And of course, besides the factors of efficiency and all of that, it can help us to allocate our creativity in the concept stages and even improving more because now more time can be can be used for that that's exciting so where can we find the tool to 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 test it is it through also my web ar or where can yes we find it? yes yes in in the dashboard uh when you choose the functionality add 3d model you mm -hmm. can see uh in the left and you can upload choose from the library or generate with ai you just generate with AI, you will have a window, you text the prompt, wait one, maximum two minutes, and uh, check what you will have. Oh, that is amazing, yes. Anybody who wants to try the tool and start creating even easier, because now you can customize even more what uh, assets you want to have. So then that, that really facilitates even more the process. Thank you so much, Anna, the work that you've been doing with Devar and my web AR and even incorporating all these uh, um, artificial intelligence technologies, uh, a test of your professional, um, you know, approach to helping other creators and designers, uh, developers, etc., in the world or anybody to leverage the technology. Thank you so much, yes. Anna, and it's been a pleasure to be here with you today. And um, for anybody who is passionate about AR, please consider sharing this episode with a friend or family because we are all learning and growing each other in this community. And I think this is the best that we can do. The episode today is absolutely special and I think that it deserves to be shared. Thank you so much and see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.